0: Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Offroad Podcast, episode 126. We're here, or I, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. I haven't messed up the intro in a while. I'm Graham. I'm here with Luke, Cody, and Richie, and we have Zach Wolf uh, on today, and he's got a a one ton XJ. I think it's a one ton, right? Based on the pictures yep. I look, I, I just started following you here, so uh, is he's got a pretty sick build and I I hate to bring it up immediately, but you, you also have some, some difficulties that have uh, you know, are definitely make the build notable alongside the fact that it's just a cool build in general, so uh, definitely. well I think we'll just jump right into like what got you to what got you into Jeeps and building this one in particular.
1: So I uh 11 years ago, I was in a car automobile accident, um it left me wheelchair-bound. I uh, actually broke my neck, C5-6. So it affected... Yeah, it affected my whole upper body. I had no arm, arm movement at first or nothing. Um, it, was, it was fucking scary. Yeah, it was super scary. I, uh, so before I got hurt, I was always into off-roading. I had trucks, Jeeps, always worked on stuff. And um, just was in that passion of off-roading. But I never... After my accident when I was nineteen is when it happened nineteen years old and i uh didn't think I'd ever be able to do get in a jeep get drive again anything and i uh a couple years about two years after my accident um, I started in jeeps again, and it was really difficult for me to get up in them i couldn't I needed full assistance to to transfer in a jeep from a wheelchair to I had a Wrangler at the time to transfer up into it, and I couldn't. It was I needed full assistance, like somebody basically had to pick me up and get me in it. And uh, it got very old very quickly, but I did it for years. Um, and I just needed full assistance. Once I got up in that Jeep, my whole I forgot everything. Everything disappeared. In my life. Um, any Any worry I had, I was in the Jeep on the trails. I was in my own zone. And that's why it was sort of a therapy in its own for me, a um, recovery. So uh, that's my my main thing was to get up, drive the Jeep. But I want to do it on my own someday. So uh, that's where the story of the XJ started. It was uh, pretty crazy. We got this XJ for, I think, 700 bucks when we got it first. Typical. That's typical Cherokee price yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It had about 200,000 miles on it, and I mean, it was pretty solid, wasn't in bad shape, uh, dense and shit, but no, uh, no major rust, too, too bad. So we, um, I work with a company, Hardcore Off-Road, and uh, they build Jeeps, custom builds, custom anything, megatrucks, they build everything. So i uh, been working with him for the past six years, and um, we got
2: this Jeep. And our mm-hmm. th- plan was to destroy it first and then build it. Well, <laughs> solid plan. It was, yeah, I guess beat it pretty hard. When we <laughs> started this this jeep uh, had a two and
1: three inch coils and nothing crazy, all homemade lift. like it was we got it was pretty pretty basic. It had a set of 33s we threw on it, cut the fenders out, and uh, we literally took it one weekend and beat the shit out of it. We jumped it. We had it standing on its front end, almost endowed forward. Uh bent the axle on you sent the shock to the top of the hood. Um fucking blew the leaf springs to the through the back. Oh, it was it was bad. <laughs> so, so then then we disconnected the airbags obviously because we didn't want them to go off when we were doing it. But uh I wasn't doing, I didn't, I didn't do this personally. Uh, the owner of Hardcore Off road Corey, he did it. And uh, the plan was, we never had this plan to build the Jeep that I have now. The plan was just to build something crazy as a crawler. We got into it more and he started, we started talking and uh, he's like, we need to build you something. We need to get you something that you can get up in yourself and something you can follow me in. He got a uh, crawler, and he got a 1950 Plymouth on 43s. Custom frame and stuff. It's pretty cool. So, I needed something to follow him. He said. So, he took his time, he donated his time, and uh, built this Jeep. We had a vision, I had a vision that I needed a seat to come out to get me up into the Jeep. No idea how that how that was going to work. And we still didn't really... We, it was all trial and error at first, and uh, that was our first game plan. How are we gonna do this to get me up into it? And uh, it started from there and we uh, we sort of collaborated some ideas, and he came up with using a hydraulic
2: cylinder and a seat that came out of the flips out of the rocker. we so, we both sided it so mm-hmm. uh that
1: there's a there's a switch on the driver's side door panel that lets this gate down on it, it sort of the rocker opens up, seat flips out, and the seat comes down and uh, I can transfer to this seat and it lift me up into the Jeep, transfer into the driver's seat, and then I let the lift down and tuck it away and can't even tell it's there.
3: Pretty freaking cool. That's fucking sick. No, it's fucking I- cool.
2: How often do you smash that? Because just from seeing the video of you transferring in, it looks like it's in prime spot for Rock to smash it. I, it's a quarter inch steel.
1: We, uh, I hit it very, very hard this last, the end of last year when I finished the build up, And uh, I, it didn't do anything. It actually tensled very well. Uh, The way it's, the way he built it, it's all braced. So it's not, if I smash it, it shouldn't do anything. And the seat's tucked away under... The seat that comes out that I transfer to actually tucks underneath the body. So it's it's pretty cool. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Now
0: that I've I watched the end of that, it looks like it tucks up pretty far under there. How does that... Yeah. That all fits between
1: your transfer case and stuff? Yeah. Yep. Damn. Yeah, That's impressive. It was, uh, it was very... He, he drew it up and then um, on CAD and Came up with it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" But yeah, that was the uh, that was the first part of the whole build is to figure that out. Gotcha. Um, so, like the
0: seat was the first the first thing you guys sort of pieced together or was okay.
1: We we had to think that out before we started. He wanted to think that out just before we started doing the build. because we obviously we wanted the uh, boat status. We cut the doors, the bottoms of the doors as well, so mm-hmm. we could lift everything up and uh, build into the rockers, and then. Boat sided it down to the skid plate so it's a pretty it's a pretty stout setup the jeeps that jeep's fucking heavy i mean it's it's built very heavy um yeah. because we uh didn't want it to break and uh, knock on wood it hasn't did anything yet but uh that's was that was our first plan. how are we gonna do that? And then we started
2: building off that and uh we got axles in sixties and uh Figured out how we're gonna do it. We
1: stretched it. I think we end up stretching it six, four inches or six, six or twelve. I don't remember. We stretched it back and we cut it. Uh, he built the whole back part of the frame. We cut it off right behind the, right almost right behind the path or the back seats, mm-hmm. and we ran channel to the back and built the bumper right into the channel, and then built the gas tank. The gas like the gas tank is in the in the hatch in the back, yep. but we had to we had to build it so my wheelchair could fit in and still fit in without you know so I could tie it down when I'm on the trail to the we put tie downs on the cage in the inside mm-hmm. so we had to make sure that all worked so this was a this was a fully thought out handicap accessible I call it build because it needed to suit me I had to be able to get up into it I had to be able to uh basically get my chair into it if i wanted to which i have put a chair in the back seat um and i had if my wife or people go with me i need to be able to put the chair in the hatch so somebody can throw it in the hatch and it had to fit back there and tie down Mm -hmm. so this was a a thought-out build um and then uh i mean it was we started from that then we put the axles we did the axles mocked everything up with the axles um Got a set of big shot coilovers, and just started building.
4: So it's coilover in the rear and coils up front. Yep. No coil coilovers all the way around. Gotcha. Okay. Solid yeah. setup. I'm gonna yeah. guess yeah. triangulated four link in the rear. Yeah. Yep. Solid. Yep. Um. Just looking at it, that thing looks like it's got a weigh in close to six thousand with the amount of. Other work that's been done to it, tires and everything. I never, I've never had it on the scale.
1: You said you said weight, right?
0: You would be surprised. They're they the weight adds up so quickly. It's not even funny.
1: I will say it is definitely. We were gonna this summer. Well, we're gonna get it on the scale just for curious. He just got his buggy on the scale, so I want to get that on to see because we pull it with a twenty three Jeep Wagoneer. And mm-hmm. the here has a Hemi, and it pulls it good, but it it fucking squats pretty, pretty you good. Pull. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. So we got this year. We got to get some airbags for that because it was we hauled it a couple hours, well, a couple different shows, and hauls it, it good, but holy fuck, is it heavy? Yeah, damn.
4: <laughs> um, so the reason I'm asking is I know that my Jeep uh before the rebuild weighed in at 53 with driver in it uh 52 ish or it might be closer to 54 with driver in it i forget exactly what it was but it was chunky and your rigs got bigger tires beadlocks uh and a lot more quarter inch than my rig does yeah,
1: I am w- thinking it's pretty close to yeah, over, probably over 6. It's it's freaking heavy. And it was built for it was built uh all the arms, all the joints are very very stout big joints. We ran all the steering. Um everything is everything is very heavily built. So it's yep. definitely going to be freaking heavy. Um but also I did want to mention when I uh one thing that I had trouble with when I was off-roading um, due to my injury, I don't have much core strength. So basically, if you picture it, I'm like a fucking bobblehead if I'm bouncing through the trails because I can't keep myself in a seat. So I struggled a lot in my Wrangler because I didn't really have racing seats. So uh, Corbrew found out that I was we were building this build and uh, we were shooting some messages back and forth. And they ended up hooked me up with a set of seats and uh, some harnesses. I got some harnesses and uh, from PRP, and it was a freaking world of difference uh, to sit in. And... When I got the, the corporate seats, I fit them. They f- I needed to send them a whole fitment, and they sort of built them to me. And these seats were freaking awesome. I can I don't move at all in the seats because um, I use I, when I drive I drive with hand controls, so I gotta push like basically push straight forward for the brake. And I would always tend to fall forward. Well, with the harnesses and the way the seats are set up, I'm not moving at all. And it's freak. It, it opened a whole new world for me.
0: Yeah, wow. seats and harnesses are such a game changer. I mean, dude, I couldn't believe it. Even even for a normal person, like if you're in something that's a little normal sketchy person. and you're kind of bouncing Genius. around, like <laughs> you're you're this gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what are you
5: saying? I'm I not
0: normal. You mean You're what? a normal person. You just how about normal?
3: <laughs> Good God! Graham. I know you didn't mean it that way, but Holy <laughs> Lieutenant <laughs> Dan. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> God. <laughs> I guess oh God. Still... either way.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Even for a fully, uh, you know, core strength, there person. Yeah, I, 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 know. Like, I know. Like it's it's still a little little. When oh, you're on terrible. something that's off camber or you're bouncing around, it throws you around. You you, you don't have yeah. pedal control, steering wheel control. If you're a manual, you might not be able to shift in the gear you want, right? All that stuff. And yep. as soon as you have that, as soon as you're planted in a seat in a harness, you're good. Like, there's you have so much more control. You're planted in the thing. It's it's definitely a, an amazing It's upgrade. one of those
4: mods that you don't realize is actually, like, fucking critical. Until you've done it, and you're like, holy crap, because, um... So, for me, my instance with that was, I had this ZJ buggy thing, and I had some less-than-stellar harnesses in there with factory seats. I rolled the thing, and I went into the roll cage, uh, because it was, like, fully chopped up, and, um... I walked away with a full imprint of the side of my cage in black and blue that didn't go away for like a month. Oh, um, holy fuck! So after Those, that, that harness setup was very sketchy, terrible. Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was terrible. That, but that was also seven years ago. So we've learned a thing or two since then. Oh, yeah. uh, you as you go. Uh, Yeah, after that, though, I bought the Corbu Baja SS's with the PRP 5.3 harnesses, and I'm still running the same setup to this day because they are like, you know, they come and they wrap all the way around you.
1: So yep, you. That's don't... Harnesses
4: I... I think that's harnesses I got. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, and I've got the deep buckets because after that like falling out of the seat, I never wanted to go through that again. Um mm-hmm. so I can only imagine that in your case, you probably went with a set of deep buckets and yep. obviously quality harnesses.
1: Yeah, I had to. And it like you said it's a complete game changer. It it's it really is.
4: <laughs>
1: I uh Yeah, the other, the other thing that fucking sucks is we haven't did anything yet cuz it really hasn't happened lately but uh sometimes you know from my injury I get uh it only happened one time in my Wrangler so knock on wood I get leg spasms sometimes because my legs get all from my injury my legs spasm well my mm-hmm. fucking leg spasmed and it it got stuck underneath the fucking brake and I couldn't hit the brake and I'm going down pretty nice sized pretty nice sized hill well uh yeah that was that was a little bit scary. So hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah, because my my foot like kicked forward and it kicked forward and got stuck underneath the brake. My wife's in the passenger seat. I'm like, I can't fucking stop. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> we made it. We made it out. We made it out. Wow. I I mean yeah. I've
0: I've never put my foot under the brake pedal, but I've had other crap get under my gas pedal and brake pedal. And you know you're flying around, stuff's moving, right? <laughs> it happens. Oh, yeah. It happens oh, to yeah. the best of us. Um,
2: or not. I, so- I, had, I had a uh, similar issue with the clutch pedal on my uh, Focus a few years ago where my, my bootlace got tied around the clutch pedal <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my my God. awkwardly underneath the brake pedal and the clutch pedal and I couldn't stop and I couldn't pop the car out of gear and I was flying up a hill in traffic
3: that sounds terrifying that so- would
2: not be good <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> holy moly
0: so yeah. that I, I you know i've I've been wanting to ask and i think this is a perfect segue so what is your control scheme like do you i mean you mentioned you still you still use the brake pedal so uh like what's 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 all involved there do you still have
1: all the foot controls yeah so all okay. the foot controls like somebody can jump in it and drive it if uh normally um but what i have for my controls is on the steering wheel I have a tri-pin. It's called. So my wrist goes in this pin, and my hand goes around like a knob almost, and uh, that helps me steer because my right hand I have like I can't op- I have no function in my right hand, so I can't really do anything with that. Um, sure. My left hand I have about eighty percent function. So my left hand next to the steering wheel I have a hand control. So you ro- you basically rock back for the gas, and then push in for the brake. So I don't use any of my feet, nothing like that, but I I drive everything with my hands. But it's super simple. You just rock back for the gas, push in for the brake, which was very hard because you guys know from off-road, you got to brake and gas a lot and Mm -hmm. be on the gas when you're on the brake. And it was a little bit challenging to get used to. Um, Over the years, I got pretty good at it. And people can't believe when they see me on the trail and they're like, I jump out in my wheelchair, and they're like, holy fuck. How do you (laughs) drive that thing? And I tell, I tell, I show them, and they're like, holy man. Because it it is sort of challenging, because the way the setup is, but the hand controls that I got in my Jeep right now are the same ones I got in my car, but the ones I got in my Jeep uh, actually came out of a Razer. I took them out of my, I had a Plaris Razer a long time ago, and uh, we modded them up. Uh, My buddy, uh, that owns Hardcore Corey, he, uh, Modded them up, and we fit them right to the steering column, and they work freaking perfect So okay. it worked out well okay, sweet so,
0: so you still have the you all the controls the original controls are still there, like you said, you just also have yep. the hand controls, and it's interesting yep. i didn't I never knew how any of that worked, so it's kind of interesting to uh you know have a some sort of idea how it how it all fits together here
1: yeah, yeah, i mean it's uh it's super simple they the the hand control actually mounts to the. On the gas and brake, behind the gas pedal and the behind the brake pedal. So we drilled right through the actual, like the rod that comes down. We drilled mm-hmm. through both both of them. Just popped a popped the hand control like a bolt through and tightened them up, and they're they're good to go, and they're out of the way for somebody to drive it.
4: Awesome. So yeah, with that setup, um, this is making me ponder on things. Um, do you have a different transfer case, or is it still a two thirty one J?
1: I got a I got a case out of Rubicon um a okay. 2006 Rubicon So which,
4: that must help hard? a little bit with like being able to um not have to like do the brake clutch or break gas thing as much if Correct. you're able to gently roll into things
1: Correct it made a world of difference um for my yeah it made a world of difference for my Wrangler to, to my, My old Wrangler to this one, um, I just constantly have to be on the brake going down a hill or going up to an obstacle, having to gas brake. But this sort of crawls with. I have five thirty eight gears, so it definitely it crawls pretty good.
3: Hell yeah, yeah. That makes sense remember Sorry. back in the day uh motor trend did an episode on dirt every day have you ever seen that episode where they did it was either like oh like a versus or what, However, they did it there was a gentleman who was on the show who also was handicapped and he had if he had a rock crawler of sorts and i remember that he was talking about that he adjusted his orbital valve to have as little resistance as possible to assist him with it and i was just curious because I don't know. I'm a little bit out of that loop. And do you think that that's something that would help you? And or have you done something like that for yourself? I haven't. I haven't done that, but that's a that'd be that would be something to try.
1: I I so, I didn't see that, and I would definitely be probably gonna look that up when we get off.
4: this, you know because I want to check it out. On that note, I just thought of something else. With that, um, do you have a load sensing or non-load sensing orbital in there?
1: it a non-load sensing i'm not sure okay not sure the reason
4: that. that i was asking is because the load not sensing saying. will send feedback back into the wheel non-load sensing should not i'm not
1: 100 sure on that i'm not 100 sure
4: yeah sorry it was just a point of curiosity like do you get steering <laughs> wheel feedback in your through the full hydro back I don't know. I don't. It actually drives pretty
1: good through. Like even I was very surprised. I did a redneck Ram um, setup, and it actually drives surprisingly well even down the road, which I
4: didn't think it would handle as well as it did. So it's not full hydro. It's the assist. It's it. It's an assist.
1: Yeah. It's like oh. the Redneck Ram hydraulic assist. Yeah.
4: Okay. I got that's, you. That's interesting that you're not having any kickback because I did a redneck v2 if you will like as in there was no redneck ram involved but uh yeah. you know tractor parts are yeah well, my be
0: <laughs> <laughs> that might be why yours yours feels a little
4: weird because no, no, it, it feels perfectly fine <laughs> but like it um it does kick back like if i f- when i dropped the jeep it kicked the steering wheel out of my hands after falling really? out of um well i kind of fell sideways out of the V-notch at Crawler Ridge, which is located in Roush. Um, and when I say I fell sideways, there's a video of it on the or on my Instagram. The whole Jeep just kind of, like, kicked over on one tire, and it de-beated the tire, um, bent the rim, bent the steering, broke, like, the leaf spring mounts. Um, it was a pretty hard fall, so it's not shocking yeah. that it ripped the steering wheel out of my hands. But...
1: Yeah, that I, was. I, it drives well. I mean, I never
2: had that happen. And yeah. I just. So you. Did you. You said Roush. Like. Yeah. Roush, no really? yeah. 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 Yeah, we were just there. We were just there at the end of last year. Hell yeah.
4: We're. Uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. We host. Um kind of annually this year we're moving it, but it's probably going to end up for next year. Um, we call it the Web Wheeler's Ball. It's Labor, Labor, Day? Labor yeah, Day? Labor Day. Labor <laughs> Day. Uh, weekend. Um, and basically we just go and people that have been wheeling with us for a while and now it's kind of become part of the like, Blue Collar Off-Road podcast thing, we go there for <laughs> the three days and We'll basically the whole park except for the. We skip the mud side of things because yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. not always. Not always. <laughs> not in- or we don't intend to hit the mud <laughs> side of things. I should say. Um, but we do that this year. We're going to Good Evening Ranch. I want that's one place I want to check out. I never been there.
3: Well, first weekend of S- September, you know, make some time and meet us down there. Love that. First weekend we in of September.
2: Yes. Okay. So um, I will
4: have to put favorite... that on my calendar. Um, Good. I'm excited.
5: <laughs> everyone that comes to on it. the
4: podcast has an invite. Uh, it's not, like, exclusive to people that are on the podcast. Anyone can show up, but, you know, we always tell people that are on the podcast to show up. Hell uh, yeah. And it's going to be... Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I forget the exact dates off the top of my head. I think it's, like, right before Memorial Day. Um, the weekend running up to it. Okay. Or Labor Day, I'm sorry. Labor Day, um, Labor Day. Okay. Yeah, it's in September. See, I
3: always forget the, the holidays, so I just tell people, first weekend of September. Like, it just yeah. it's so much easier. <laughs> it is
4: so much easier. Um, But, if you have not been to Good Evening Ranch, Good Evening Ranch is a sick park, and a beautiful park also um it's weird because it's like a ranch but it's also an off-road park and so like Mm -hmm. you'll come out of the trail and (laughs) there's one trailhead where you have to like politely drive past the barns (laughs) and it's great to do at three in the morning Uh, (laughs) and that
0: dog was barking at you
4: Oh, that dog was not happy with us.
0: <laughs> I didn't even see this dog. I don't even know. I don't know if it was real. Uh, but I, was, oh, I was, was told there was a dog that nearly chomped Luke when he tried to open the gate. <laughs> it was...
4: No, it got Jake. Or it didn't get Jake. Oh, it was <laughs> going after Jake. Um so you have to, like, open this gate to come back out of the trails. Graham's rig is driveshaftless behind us, so we had pulled him out because he broke at, like, the lowest elevation in the park. Um, whatever, you know, just throw a tow strap yeah. on it, drag it out. And so we go get up there, and he opens the gate, and I was like, you want to disconnect Graham? I'm sure that he can make it to back to the cabin in front-wheel drive. This dog starts losing its mind and, like, running around, and there's- or around the barn, and there's nothing between us and this dog that is having a fucking conniption. So Jake's like, nope, I'm not uncoupling the fucking jeep, get in the fuck- or I'm getting the fuck in, and you're gonna put it in gear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my-
0: yeah but it was it was a good time and it's a beautiful park you're like the all Uh the cabins and camping spots are up on the top and then the 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 wheeling is all like around the top of the hill in this in the i don't even i don't think it's a valley it's just sort of lower elevation wooded area it's cool
1: i I watched some videos on youtube of the sort of uh, a couple videos on there and it looks fucking sweet yeah
0: there's a lot of really interesting obstacles
4: and the other cool part is. I don't know if you... Yeah, you've been to Roush. You know how, like, you can go to Roush and you'll go on one trail to hit one obstacle? Yeah. Good Evening Ranch is more like a New England type of wheeling, where you will go on a trail, like, for example, there's a trail called Rubicon. The whole trail is an (laughs) obstacle. It's not like you're going down, like, a, you know a green, for lack of a better term, um, to hit a black obstacle. You're on a black trail. And there's a bunch of bypasses and whatnot for smaller rigs to go around, but if you stay on the main trail, it, it's pretty tough. Um, or not tough, but, like, you're constantly going obstacle to obstacle to obstacle. You're not, like, driving 20 minutes, 30 minutes, hitting one obstacle, and then driving 20 minutes to the next.
1: See that's what's that that does sort of uh, that sort of sucks because you're going on green to blue to black to back to green.
4: Yep. The only thing I'll say that's a little bit uh less than ideal if you like to go fast is that you can't go fast anywhere in that park. But no, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm no uh
1: no speed demon anyways, but I uh yeah I know what you mean about that you have to drive to get to a black or. Red or whatever trail. What um, obstacles? I, have you, or sorry. No, you guys have been to Roushen Roush so do you know? Uh, funny story. You know when you just come out through the gate, and then they have those the play area. Well, the, like the rocks and shit there. Yeah, yeah the, the competition. Yeah. So if you go through the gate, past the first set of rocks are on your left, and then you go, and then there's that second big, I guess one big huge rock on your left. You know what I'm yeah, talking okay. about? So, me and my wife went down to Four Wheel to Heel, just us two, and I'm like, I want to. I, I rode some really lame trails. I got with a group that really didn't. I didn't have to challenge myself at all. Um, so, I was like, I want to try this. So, I wanted to go straight up over that rock. And I got set up to it and sort of crawled. And this is, this is actually the first time I actually had the Jeep and tried to t- test it out. Which I should have did with somebody that um, could spot me. My wife does all right, but I was—I had to get up and move, and sort of swing my front end around. So, long story short, I get myself in quite the pickle in the middle of the fucking rock. I'm basically sideways. My front end slid, and I'm sideways on this rock in the middle of it because <laughs> there's like a little ledge, and uh, that's where the Jeep really sort of impressed me. I threw—I put my front locker in. I had it in, took it out to try to swing my front end around, put it back in, and I was like, well, I have fucking one choice here. I have a 10-foot drop behind me that if I was going to go back, I was going to roll it sideways or backwards. So I was like, I got to fucking go up over straight up over this hill. So the old 4 L, I fucking put it in the wood and smoked tires off, and it made up the fucking hill. I was like, holy shit. That's <laughs> where I really got impressed with this fucking thing. I was super impressed with it. Um... But I'm not super good with the names of the trails down there. Uh, we hit—I don't know—we hit a couple, quite a few. We ran all blacks, but we hit—I uh, don't know—I remembered a couple of them. I don't even know if the cemetery's a black one or not. Um, we hit a couple. If you said some names, I'd probably come. I'd probably know.
0: Good.
4: Uh, Crawler Trail Ridge. Climb, climb. Cemetery. Crawler Ridge.
0: Cemetery. Yeah,
4: I remember cemetery. I don't remember what. Um, yeah, Summit Tombstone was a fun little offshoot. Yeah, that one's tombstone. one Tombstone, the good ones. We did that uh, one.
1: We did that one too.
4: That center line there is a ton of fun. It is there. The center line on that trail. Yeah, yeah. We did we did that one, and then there. Where's
1: the? Well, you know where they? I was gonna this year when we go back, I wanna sort of try it, that. Uh, sort oh. of where everybody meets in the middle. There's a big slate rock. Like everybody tries going up. You know that's what I am talking about? It's sort of. Trail like five, everybody...
3: or it... I think it might be Trail five. Trail five hill climb, or is that where it's like
1: it's almost like a just a smooth rock? It's yep. probably yeah. That's that's the I want to. We hit that. We hit that, and then now, there was a ton of people there. We I, didn't... I wanted to try that, but
3: could be Jotters so, way too. Could be Jotters way. Jotters yeah, I guess
0: the... it depends. Jotters is definitely a it's larger. But it's more towards this, not really towards the center of the park. I think Trail Five's <laughs>
2: eh,
0: Trail Five's not really towards the center either, but it is
2: closer. It's closer. Yeah, no, it's closer.
0: Yeah, a little closer. It's definitely and more then... of a more of a a joining spot, whereas uh, Jotters is less so. I think.
4: Yeah, Jotters is off the power line. Yep. Which is okay. are wickedly fun.
1: Jotters. I I'm terrible with the the trail names. I just. <laughs> Were you, yeah. Yo. the <laughs> were you next to wait, power lines? Were you next to power lines? So, put it this way: if we came off the power line to the All left, right. we we're coming, and we there's that trail. You come down, you come, you come right to the top of that where I'm talking.
3: Yeah, you come I, okay. Right. I yep. believe that's Jotters. I that's believe that's Jotters. Okay. That's, was, yeah. okay,
1: that's where I. Yeah, that's where I, I was talking about.
3: Damn, I've never <laughs> even driven my Jeep there, and I know it, Graham. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well you
1: walk the entire park. <laughs> yeah. Good point. My feet know that whole. Yeah, like, <laughs> you really
0: get to soak in those trail names, and you got to hike up every single one.
4: <laughs> Gets in my jeep, rides around with me for a little while, starts puking, goes back to walking.
3: I was oh. dying. It was a rough day.
4: Were you? How come you're
3: puking? Uh, we believe dehydration. um, um. I- I wasn't puking because there was nothing in my stomach to puke up, but it was extreme dry heaves for sure.
4: Oh, that's not good.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, I learned a lesson. Let's put it that way. It was it was a stupid mistake on my part, and I definitely learned from it for sure.
4: Yeah, yeah. so he was riding with me, um, and I had like this little... It's like a lunchbox, but it kind of clips into my cage really well, um, and I put like nine waters in there. I drank six of them, and there was two left, so I'm guessing he drank (laughs) one water for the entire weekend. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's not...
3: It's still hot in September out there. It was definitely yeah. humid. I remember that specifically. That like, like, but it was like I don't know because it wasn't super hot. Because like on a hot like summer day, dude, I'm chugging waters. Like when we went down to Tennessee, it was warm enough to where I'm if I'm not chugging waters, I'm pretty much fucking dying.
4: So well, that reminds me for the meat and beat, I need to go and buy water.
3: Yeah. So did you did you guys go to uh
1: wheel in Tennessee too? Winrock is it? AOP. AOP. We we've been
0: A-O-P? to yeah we went to AOP last year. Me and Luke are going again in two weeks. Nice! Um, and then I'm floating around, so I'm one of the guys from Massachusetts. Uh, I'm heading down to stay with Luke, who is in, he lives in Tennessee, uh, who's here um, for the month, so we'll see what we can get up to and just kind of float around and wheel down there for the month and pretend nice, to nice. and do other things. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Fuck okay. yeah.
1: Did, uh, now, how far... So, are all you guys throughout the... Uh, like, how far are you away from Roush?
3: Like, what's your... The six, farthest... Six hours from me. Twelve I, th- twelve. I think five. Okay. So, to give you... Like, a go to, uh I don't know. Space area. Luke is from Tennessee, but he... Well, he lives in Tennessee currently, but he's from Connecticut. That's how we know him. Uh, okay. And then, Graham lived out by Boston... And I'm next to the Basketball Hall of Fame, which I mean, Springfield, it's like 40 minutes from Boston. So, it's more than 40 minutes from Boston. It's whatever. Okay. I don't know. In an XJ, XJ maybe,
0: but. (laughs) No, in any vehicle, unless you're going 140
3: miles an hour. Watch me. (laughs) But but yeah, that is kind of our uh, locations. Um, But yes so oh shoot i had a whole thing in my brain and then i just lost it nope
1: i got No, it. i definitely i definitely like to meet up with you guys and we'll definitely sometime i uh you were talking about hot and dehydrated that's my only bitch is we had we tucked everything up so close like the exhaust and everything's tucked up so close it gets so fucking hot in that jeep when it in the summer i what yeah. do you what do you guys do to What do you guys do? Like, stay cool? You you don't got
4: AC, or you do got AC? I have AC. I take the hatch off. Yeah. You take the hatch off. I took the hatch off. It doesn't fit anymore. Do Do you have a
0: carpet? No, the carpet carpet. with insulation. The carpet with that insulation is like the secret to keeping, uh, you know, the XJ floors cool because they do heat up for whatever reason. The things are like toasters in the summer without that floor.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Another thing that works uh, surprisingly well is the John uh, from Trail Trash. I don't know if you follow them on Instagram, but they're cool dudes. I think he's got, it's like an aluminum um, foil looking stuff that sticks to the floors. And he's got that in his. And I've ridden in that thing a time or two. And surprisingly, I mean, his AC works, I believe. But like even without the AC on, when I was in it, it did not get hot with the LS and the Y pipe in there. Um, And another thing that sounds really stupid until you think about how it works is taking a um, cooking pan and or not a cooking pan, but like a one of those sheet pans that you can go and buy, and just sheet metal screwing that into or above your cat and above your. Muffler. It helps to redirect the heat away from the body. Huh. Well thanks. I'm gonna try some of that shit. I just
0: Yeah, I've never heard that sheet metal the the cooking pan thing. That's interesting. I never do it. That's
4: very interesting. It's I uh cheap to do too, so like even if it gets destroyed it doesn't matter. No, that that's fucking that's a good idea, thanks.
1: I uh my only, my my downfall is like I said, it gets... Because of my injury I don't get I don't sweat. So like once I get hot, my nose will start running. That's how I know I'm hot. And once my nose starts running, I'm fucked. I better just, I, I need to get water. I need to dump. Like, it's, uh, it's a matter of time. Like, I start, my body doesn't regulate the temperature very well. So it's, uh, I'm going to fucking pass out if I don't do something. So that's why I need to do something to that thing.
0: Um, yeah, I, and would, I just... would insulate the crap out of it. I mean, there's all sorts of like insulated insulation things you can buy, Sound right? I think Kilomat, yeah. Dynamat, yeah. any of that stuff. Xmat
4: is the yeah stuff I was...
0: that I was thinking of. Yeah, um, okay. and, then, and then the carpet. I mean, if you if you don't have a carpet, but you still have your old one, clean it yeah. up, put some put some, uh, you know, buy some of the stick on stuff, and then put the carpet yep. back in, and I guarantee you it'll be better. Um, yeah,
1: like I said, we just. Last year, the end of the year, with my actual real shakedown run, and then we just started running a little bit, just got it out, did a couple things this, or this over the winter, and got it out once this year, um, and now it's ready to go. So i got to finish up That is my That's my next main goal, but um, to get the heat, and, like you guys helped me out a ton there. That's going to work good.
4: Yeah, um, the stuff is... You want to get the stuff where it's got, like, the metallic on the backside because the normal sound deadening stuff only helps a little bit. The, like, reflective stuff actually helps to direct it down. And then if you can't put your carpet back in, another really stupid-sounding thing, but use a gray paint instead of a black paint because it helps to radiate less heat. Okay. Cool. when I go to redo my floors, like as far as painting them goes, uh, yeah. I'm doing a monster liner gray instead of a black. Everyone does black, and all yeah. that does is create an oven effect. Huh. I never would have thought of that. That's a. Huh.
0: Uh, yeah, I. Mean, I uh... But is it is it worth the. the I mean, it's not going to look right if it's gray, Luke. I don't know. I. <laughs>
4: All right, fine. I'll do a no, i I'll, I'll bake with my black floor. <laughs> I'm, I'm over-baking at this point. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. The, the doors are coming off before we go to S'more. Uh, the hatch is already off, and then my plans still include now that I've got a finalized transfer case solution, dynamating it, and then painting over that with the gray. So, like, I'm hoping that it'll be kind of comfortable inside of there again. What are you running for a transfer case? Uh I just swapped over to a 241OR out of a 13 Rubicon. Nice, nice. Now are all you guys running 4Os? Yep. 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 Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: a funny story, I had a I bought a 60 for this build and then uh I thought, "Nah, the 4O is going to do it." I I got a six zero super cheap off my buddy, and uh, I was like, maybe I'll build that last winter and then put. But I, uh, that's not gonna go in. I'm gonna keep the four zero. The way we built it, um, we enclosed, we kept everything really tight, so not gonna do that. But um, I picked my another story. I picked my tires up. I got a set of forty two inch the TSLs and the bead locks. Yeah, I picked them up. But, I me. Mean, I think they're like two hours away from here. Picked them up there. Still had the like the tits on the tires and everything. And fucking picked them up for a thousand bucks, wheels and tires. Dude, that's a steal. (laughs) I know. These are forty twos. Forty twos. Oh no shit! That's not bad at all. That's a good. No. And they the the wheels were nothing super great, but they did the job. And the guy said, "I just didn't run them." And uh, he was going to run them on a mud truck. I'm like, "Huh? I'll I'll take them for
2: sure." We
1: can they find went, uh... use
4: for those. Don't worry about
2: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, but uh, another
1: thing that I haven't used yet on that Jeep that um will come in handy someday is we put a onboard air, and then I have the like the connect coming out my gas or my gas door was, mm-hmm. or I guess where my gas filler hose would be. But uh, we put a like quick disconnect for the for like drum tools or whatever. So I'm anxious to try to use that someday too. So hopefully we'll get out and I don't want to say break something but it'd be fun.
2: <laughs> I, I actually like the spot for the connector. You what? I actually like that spot for the connector. Honestly, it was it's it was Corey came up with that and I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's pretty freaking sweet." Yeah, it worked out. It worked out well. But uh Yeah, I mean it. The whole build The whole build and everything, um, I really, I helped on
1: the thinking part of it, but uh, my buddy Corey, he did all the work, he did, donated hours upon hours of his time to do it, Um, and I mean, it was just one of those things where a friend saw that, you know, what I had a passion for, what I wanted to do, and just hit the ground running and sort of, you know, I don't know, sort of helped me out. And now it, it's something that you can't even, I can't even explain because how mentally it helped me and how it helped me get through when I get up in it, like I stated before, all the words go away when I'm in that Jeep. It's like people, people see a Jeep. Um, I see, I see it's life changing. I mean honestly, it might sound stupid to a lot of people but that's my getaway. That's my escape. No, so, I, I, I think you're
0: you're you're with like minds and I I think a lot of people who listen are in that same boat as well, right? It's 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 definitely an escape. It's not a normal person escape, right? Most no. people would yeah. want to go to a you know uh Miami or the you know, somewhere somewhere nice and just relax. But for us, like that's I don't know, I that's that's never been my thing. I'm sure that's the same with a lot of other people too, right? Is is it's it's relaxing in its own way. It's it's there's yeah. something about it that's just um uh you know pulls you away from like you said, reality and you can just sure. kind of focus on what you're doing,
4: right? Which is right. wheeling.
5: Yeah. You're uh, right.
4: And you know, for me, the part that I really enjoy about it is that, like, it's something that you have time and effort into, or and you get to go and be away from the stressors in something that you are familiar with. So, you right, know, you get to just. Also, some of the spots are just beautiful. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're. That's it, right there. Yeah. Harlan, and, oh sorry. No,
1: no. I just look at real quick. I was just gonna say, you know, it, it's a community too. Like all you guys, like meeting you guys through this, and you know, you create friendships. You and everybody's willing. Any place I ever wheeled, anything happens. Anybody's willing. Ninety percent of the time, willing to help or lend a hand, or they see it broke down, or they see you know, it's a, it's a, it's a community. You know, it's
0: crazy. Yeah. Great Absolutely. people, great parks. Yes. Oh, good times. Always fun. <laughs> Definitely.
4: <laughs> yeah, and as long as you're out during the day, everything can be pretty damn mellow. Yeah. Nighttime I gets never... a little rowdy. Well,
1: uh, I never really wield much at nighttime, but I'd be game for it.
4: It's It depends on who you're with, too. Like, the night rides at a o p um are a totally different animal than the night rides at good evening uh um, really? yeah a o p becomes like uh i don't know i mean
0: you you were with uh you know the definitely the more rowdy group Me yeah. and colin went out with um oh i forget his name um m j crawlin and then Daddy Doane, Dad, do we, we went out with those guys and a couple other people. Uh, oh, and, and John and Casey, I think they were both there too. We we followed them and just happened to be that whole crew. It was you know, shipbox royalty to some extent. And it was it was pretty mellow. I mean, we kind of, we just putzed out there. We were looking at uh, Little Caesars. And then we, then we, there was one spot we had to hammer it back. We were going to do some other things. But it was like, it was low-key. Nobody was like doing anything stupid. Um, but there are definitely some people who like, you know, who are who are doing Getting much it. stupider things, and it, uh, it happens. You it just got to be smart.
4: For reference, I ended up in the. Uh... Because my Jeep had eaten a fuel pump, and when I had my Moto-built cell in there, it took forever for the fuel system. Like, you had to use this specialty RTV that takes 24 hours, and if you get gas on it before it cures, it doesn't cure. So you have to, like, clean it all up again to get it to cure. Um, So I was letting my Jeep sit, and I ended up with the buggy crowd as riding passenger. The guy I was with uh, hit a 7,000 RPM neutral drop and sent a 14-bolt with the coilovers clean out of the back of his Jeep. Um, Holy
2: fuck! And Luke just
4: gets out and goes to a new Jeep. (laughs) I was fucking drunk at this point, so yes. um, I was supposed to ride with this dude, Sam. the party's over here. (laughs) The party was definitely over there. Um, And, like... So, we're kind of, like, looking at it, and I thought he was just going to leave the Jeep and, like, fucking hop in with someone else because there ain't nothing fucking to do there. Like, you know, you've got a 14-bolt literally not attached to the vehicle anymore. Um. So, I hopped in with another guy, and we almost rolled uh, a couple of times, and then we went and hit uh, some of the other trails, and it, it got lower key from there, but it was still quite rowdy. Um. But like at Good Evening Ranch, it wasn't as bad. We still broke stuff, Graham. Um, oh yeah,
0: drive shafts don't survive at night for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Couldn't tell you.
1: What uh? What do you guys run for drive shafts? Do you run anything? what's your What's your go to?
0: Oh <laughs> um, boy. Um. Well, touchy subject. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Uh, I. Just...
4: You had Luke. You run. Um just used to custom ones, right? yeah, I run um my front is a factory XJ shaft that I cut um because I've got the high pinion 60 in there, and okay. my front is stretched three inches, but due to where the pinion is and the manual swap on my jeep, I cut the front drive shaft because it's way shorter than a factory one is now um, and I sleeved it with 250 wall. No, I sleeved it with 120 wall. I'm sorry. Um, and shortened it down three inches. And then in the rear, I used to run a lengthened Cherokee rear drive shaft. Um, originally, it was stock. And then I pushed my rear axle back eight inches or six inches. I'm sorry. Because um, I'm sitting at a hundred and ten or a hundred and nine inch wheelbase. Um, okay. But now that I'm going to the 241 OR in the rear, I'm going to a 1350 120 wall drive shaft with the, I think it's the Tom Woods Mega uh, slip. So hopefully that won't break. Nice, nice. Um, Graham has had some excellent. I, I pay
0: for my drive shafts like a normal person. I don't because I I still try to drive mine on the road, so I want it to behave kind of nicely, like. <laughs> Custom. I don't trust myself <laughs> to balance a drive shaft well enough to be able to go sixty, seventy-five down the yeah. highway. I mean, wishful thinking, yeah. I know, but you know, uh, it, it's it's <laughs> nice to have it not vibrate as you go. So, um, sure. I've I've worked with Adams for. Since I did the one-ton swap, and they've been relatively good to me. I've, I've had a couple issues with just the wrong stuff being sent to me. I admittedly run a weird drive shaft. It's a 1350 at the axle side and then 1310s at my transfer case, which wouldn't be okay. weird, but I run, a, I run a 205, which finding a 1310 yoke for a 205 output is difficult. They all they want to be at least 1330. They want to be big but i I kind of am in a weird spot where I had the old transfer case so I just had those ends the 1310 so I kept them and I just haven't haven't changed them around um and they've we've, we've had some problems with pieces there their shipping's very good I'll give them that uh, I've had some length issues here and there and then I, I I blew one of them I blew up was totally my fault I didn't have a traction bar it ripped off and I kept going but the other one just uh, the the slip yoke just self-destructed completely oh, really? shattered oh like, yeah that was nothing impressive. left they they uh, warranted that one they were good about that but it's it's been a little bit of a pain i don't know if i'm just a dumbass or if uh you know there there's like a legitimate um confusion between some of the parts like i said it's it's a weird drive shaft but i'd be able to expect somebody to put a number down and you know thirteen, ten, thirteen, fifty. there's a little bit of a difference when it happens multiple times it gets a little frustrating but yeah overall they've the drive shafts have held up pretty damn well the, the, the one that did explode that wasn't my fault was you know nothing i don't and i've never seen a drive shaft explode like it like that i it didn't twist it just shattered just everything went everywhere yeah. and, um
4: I've Uh, never seen this myself. It, like, split the yoke down the center. It was awesome. It still functioned, kind
0: of. It, like, it just, it sheared the end off, split the sides. There was, it was in, like, six, seven pieces. uh, and, And it took out my traction bar or something. It all grenaded at the same time. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, there's like a frame. You can watch the frame and somebody got a video of it. There's a frame where everything's together and then everything's apart. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, I don't know. We It's hard to tell
4: what, what went first or what took what out. But the, uh, the part about this situation that he is not including is that he's got the 205 with the 231 and he got the nose up onto about a four foot tall, uh, muddy... Ledge and third gear clutch dumped it to the point where the nose came up in the air. It mm-hmm. was fine. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I
0: wasn't being nice to it. Uh, It—that <laughs> is the definition. I've, it's of not the nice, first time though. I've done it. <laughs> it was the last time that trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, dude. they've been good. I I would I would use them again. But I might try Tom Woods just to see what the what the what the hubbub is about, right? Um, but so, overall, I mean, I complain about them, but
4: I feel like that, I give them I
0: give them worse rep than they probably deserve.
4: On that note, um, I might be going with the Chattanooga drive lines because Chattanooga drive line for the same drive shaft is coming in two hundred dollars cheaper.
5: <laughs> so. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it makes the seven hundred and fifty dollar bill being five hundred and fifty dollars a little bit easier to swallow.
1: Yeah, I would
4: say. And I guess I never checked any of their stuff out. I uh have to check they're, it out. they're like a little local shop. Um Okay. But they so how do I put this? Right, um, where I'm located, it's right near where the old Aetna Mountain used to be. Um, okay. And like Tim Cameron, uh, Bubba Bacon, and the Bacon, or well, the Bacon brothers are in the area. There's, uh, what is it? Northwest Fab, not Northwest Fab, um, the shop that does all the custom chassis. Um, busted Knuckle? Busted Knuckle's pretty close too, but it's not Busted Knuckle. Uh, wide Open Designs, that's who I was okay. thinking of. Okay. Um, okay. All of those shops are within an hour of me. So this guy oh, wow. just turns out uh drive shafts for them. Damn. And so they're built. Yeah, they're built um but because of that like area that I'm in, this guy, they've got a guy there that just does buggy stuff. That's all that that guy does is buggy drive shafts. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I talked to them today and I think that's the route I'm going to go compared to going with the Tom Woods. Even though Tom Woods mm-hmm. is a great drive shaft, uh, mm-hmm. I'd rather just buy local and pay cash. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, what are your uh I guess
1: on the same sort of note, but on drive shafts. I got. I'm running Adams right now, but the reason I did, um, we we're going to build them. Mm-hmm. My buddy Corey's built some, but I did want to drive it on the road a little bit because where we're from there are some trails, of, like, just pissing around trails around, but our laws absolutely suck in PA. Um, yes.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's very, it was very, I had to do some sneak, I had to do some putting smaller tires on to get it inspected, and I actually, we just drove it the other day over about 20 minutes away to my parents, and I had fucking cops follow me the whole way. It drives great down the, down the road, though, like, fucking, it does, like, 55, 60, pretty good, but, uh, it's way. It's not legal in PA. The fucking tires stick out, and the bumper heights too high. So I'm gonna get pulled over eventually. But it yeah. does drive the down the road. Fucking That's, stupid. Yeah. I'm I'm in the
0: same boat. It's it's. You look at it. Anybody, you could look at it from a hundred feet away, and you'd know it's not. It's not legal. <laughs> it, I I I don't push my luck with it. It's it I doesn't know. have an inspection sticker. You know, you can only do it so much. But for those local stints, right? Uh, it's it's nice to have the option, even if. You know, somebody might give you a little bit of crap. It's, I, yeah, I don't want to. It's, it's for me. I'd love to build something that's more capable and does other things. But this Jeep is not that right. It's, I like it because it can do a bunch of stuff. But I can still drive it on the road. You can still take it out on a Sunday and and scoot around yeah. and have fun. There's something fun about just driving a, a well built chipbox on the yeah. on the road. It's just fun, right? There's just dude. I, I yeah, hundred percent right.
1: And I found a. Those things they got my the heart now. I fucking love them.
4: Yep. <laughs> so where I live you could register a toaster and drive it down the road. Um but you have they're... to have blinkers though probably. <laughs> you have to have blinkers and you don't have to have a windshield, but if you don't have a windshield, you have to have goggles like <laughs> you know um Really so
2: makes I... me want to drive a fucking toaster. <laughs> I I fully—they're not legal in it.
3: Connecticut. <laughs> you're gonna have How to big hold. of a toaster. Do you have? Oh, you. F- you boy, you make a fucking giant toaster. That's a good point. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs>
2: you, you, you <laughs> could <laughs> even rig it to uh, uh use heating elements that are propane powered, so you could even toast while you're driving. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> but like you. My Jeep is not a problem where I live, um, and I was, so I'm trying to buy a house right now, which is the reason that I'm not doing a full-blown buggy, but essentially the the limitations are you have to have a OEM VIN, and anything with an OEM VIN is basically good to go. You You're in for a world of shit trying to get a... Uh, buggy registered, but like if you have a foot of frame rail and that foot of frame rail has a VIN, you can just drive it on the road here. Um, mine with no hatch, uh, windows down, and everything with the license plate shoved into the fuel cell mount. Blowing past a cop at 65. Did not care. Uh, th- that's, that's fucking awesome!
5: <laughs>
4: that would um... be nice! <laughs> In the summertime, oh sorry, no no, go ahead. Uh, in the summertime, you'll see the bro dozers with their three foot lifts and whatnot going down the road, and sometimes <laughs> okay. I get a little sketched out by that. But it be what it be, and that's just how it be. Uh, the dozer, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, um, but like the state, the state's decision on it to quote our governor was. Inspection laws and vehicle inspections are an undue burden on the taxpayer, and that's why we're getting rid of emissions laws, too. So we don't oh have God. emissions, Amen. inspections, nothing like that. It totally, totally is an undue yeah. burden. Yeah. Know, it's yeah. to do them. it's awesome, awesome, as far as vehicles go, for it being the Wild West. Um you know, you do see a lot of broken down shit boxes on the side of the road, and I mean, like, get boxes.
0: <laughs>
4: oh uh, my god, I mean,
0: that's unfortunately what comes with the with the territory. If anything goes, then literally anything will go. Uh, oh yeah, more so. Even if you're, you know, there's a while there's a lot of properly built things that can now go on the road, uh, even though they wouldn't be legal in. Some place like Pennsylvania or Mass or Connecticut, uh, you also have stuff that legitimately shouldn't be on the road.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dudes. Well, well, those even like Cherokees now around, sort of around our area. I don't know what the hell happened, but it seems like the price has skyrocketed. Yep. Like well, they're
0: becoming a everything? classic, right? It's now it's You're uh, right. a, They're it's it's they're becoming more popular for sure. And they're getting yeah. harder to find. They're all rotten out,
1: that's especially true. around us. It's, yeah, that's around us too. But still, people that fucking things are rotted out. People that still want twelve hundred bucks for, like, yeah, two hundred sixty thousand miles. It's, I mean, that's
2: it's good. I'm
1: glad I got. Uh,
2: I'm glad I got what I got, though. <laughs> yeah, for seven hundred, no.
1: you can't
0: beat that. Especially not no. with with no rod and anything like that. That's, that's it cute.
1: was a super impressive one. Yeah, that was it was it was a good find, but needed a lot of work once we were done with it. <laughs> so that's where it got the whole fucking makeover. Uh, <laughs> I was uh I was really impressed with because I never had Overs in anything prior to this, and fucking coilovers they are they're very nice. They are uh, ride a lot. I think they ride a lot smoother than. I'm definitely my Wrangler. The road lost moves on springs, but mm. I mean, it was super impressive. I, the big shocks, I never ran them on anything, but they, uh, they're they pretty cool. I like them. What do you run for ratios
2: if you have any idea the, like the in the front and rear? Uh, uh, ratios. I have 14, 14 in the front, 12 in the front, 14 in the rear,
1: or vice versa.
4: Okay. Probably vice think. versa. Probably vice versa.
1: Vice versa. Twice twelve in the front, fourteen in the rear. Yeah, that's it. Gotcha. And I was—I don't know. I'm, I, they ride good. I like them. They do the job.
0: Yeah. No, a... <laughs> the 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 rear coil over the four link in the rear. That's like game changer for so many rigs. Um, I, I I'm still at least sprung in the rear, but I've ridden with plenty of. Uh, Either buggy guys and just Luke's jeep and other other rigs where they've had leaf springs in the back, and then they put a four-link in, and it's like it changes the entire thing. It, it's so much more comfortable.
1: It's insane. Yeah, I was uh, yeah, I was very impressed. Now, all are all you guys on one
3: tons? You say no. no,
0: no, Me and me and Luke are uh, okay. Me and Luke are both caged one-ton Super Duty uh, axles and forties nice. is where we're at.
5: Nice, and then nice.
0: Luke Luke did the four link in the rear. He's got a regular coils up front, uh, nice. and I just coil over my front end and sort of tubed out the front. And then my rear is still uh, not. It's not stock, but it might as well be stock. It's very. <laughs> it's it's it needs some love. That's that's uh, this next winner's project. Hopefully,
1: it gets the job done. Right.
0: Yep. Yep. It I, it's really. I won't say it's never let me down, but I can't complain. <laughs> it's, hey! it's really, ne- it's, I'm used to it. I know how it works. Uh, it's, it's flexing pretty good now that I've got things adjusted where they're supposed to be. Last year was a little shameful. It was not riding that great because I slapped it in very quickly. But um, this year, it's and second half of last year when it broke and I had to fix it. Uh, we we changed it up and it's it's working it's working pretty good now. So back to where we back to this not square one, but back to where we were before I stretched it poorly, and uh, it, it'll it'll make do until
1: we do a four link. Hell yeah, I like that. That's nice. Yeah, nice, nice. But yeah, um, I don't know. That's basically my my uh, my story. of what
3: started everything. So you mentioned earlier that you also had side-by-sides in a tj but like what really started your want to go off-roading like was was it the friends was it like dad like
1: what uh what was so it the friends my friends had jeeps um they started off-roading and the mental side of things i needed to get i needed to do something that i could do independently -hmm. Meaning driving independently. Somebody had to help me get in a jeep or my side by side, whatever. But I was in charge again. Like I had to ride with people all the time. Um, My friends took me on jeep rides all the time, and that's. And then it's like I want to drive. I it's fun going passenger, but I want to get back to driving. Yep. And the one the trigger that set me, it wasn't. So I will tell you one quick story. When I. Two years, three years after I got hurt, um, we were at a local bar and um, met up up with an old friend, talked to him, and he was a big, he's a business owner. And I said, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back out. Ready to get back out. And he has off-road toys and stuff too. I said, I'm ready to get back out there and start driving in the woods again. I need to get back out there. I really think. So this prompted, this was on a Friday night. The following Friday, um, I got a call from our local dealership, and it said, they, they said, hey, we got a Jeep out of here for you. I'm like, what? They said, yeah, um, it's bought and paid for, you just have to come sign the title. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, what? And yeah, I, didn't even, I was like completely blown away. I didn't even know what to say, and he come to find out, this guy I was talking to said, bought me a Jeep, and... Um, another i didn't even pick the jeep up from the dealership and i got a call from somebody else saying hey uh pick your jeep up a couple days later at this shop um somebody bought wheels and tires and lift for you like what the (laughs) fuck that's sick completely blew my mind but that right there changed changed my life honestly um once i got into that jeep um therapy my therapy excelled tremendously because my mental state was so much better, um, it just boosted my whole confidence but honestly, it boosted my confidence and then going moving forward throughout the years, um, getting this Cherokee that I got now, being able to do what I'm doing, I can go out my, go out my driveway, transfer into my jeep and go by myself with no help that That's it is so it, cool you't can't, I can't even explain it and, and I'm not gonna this is gonna sound fucking stupid, but I feel like I feel like a sure. fucking badass when we're driving it. I love it.
0: I fucking love it. I mean, anything on 42s, like, you're you going to have a, like, when, you, when the tire is taller than the Toyota Camry, like, <laughs> it, that, like again, it's, it's not not
1: badass, that's that's for sure. There's no. <laughs> what, what's cool, though, is you. I go to, say I go to Walmart, and I jump out of, I pull in the handicap spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. You <laughs> look like you're fucking nuts. You probably look like an asshole until you actually get out of the <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> yeah, they're probably,
2: they're probably like, "What the fuck is this kid do- doing?" Yeah, so the <laughs> looks, everything's it's it's fun. It, it is yeah. a it's it's
1: fun. But that's basically what got the story started was mental, and then getting that Jeep, and then friends pushing me to get back into the scene again when I was at my lowest point in my life. Um yeah, that's and that really changed my life, honestly.
3: That's that's really cool because a lot of people, uh, I don't know, like a lot of like our friends that are around us, like it always stemmed from like, oh, a friend in high school or like my dad used to go wheeling when I was younger, stuff like that. So it's really cool to hear that. Uh, I mean, like other than Graham, Graham's the only one that like was like a, an adult. Well, I mean, he was in college, can't really call him an adult. Well, no, I had, that um, was the
0: thing, is I had dropped out of college and I was working. I won't say a dead end job but I was I I didn't know what to do with myself similar not nearly as extreme but similar story right the the wheeling and going on those trips and and focusing on building something that I was fully in control of definitely put me on on a better track right those Couple yeah. of years where I was learning. I didn't know anything about cars when I started. I just I knew I liked Cherokees because I saw pictures of the big ones. I was like, I want one like that one day. And you start with the basic stuff, and that's it, right. It's yeah, not not the same at all, but very you know, it, it's a similar no, no. I, trajectory. I completely understand. Right? It, no, completely, yep. it, yeah, it, it, not Right, it's something. It it, it just I think boosted boosted my mental state as as well to a certain extent. Right, is just something that uh, i I had a lot of fun doing, I could occupy my time with when when things weren't going 100 uh, percent how I wanted it to be at that point in time, and uh, yeah. I mean it, it built a lot of really, really good um, you know, I, I built a lot of skills out of that, and I, I definitely got through some of the darker times of my life early on in my life as as well. so I, I definitely yeah. resonate with what you're saying
1: and you and you when you're done with something, you have something, and you can say yes. you build it, and you 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 did it and yeah that's that's what the other thing too yeah,
0: and it's it's a long term thing too, uh, right? Cause yep. you know you're yep. never gonna you don't usually f- jump from uh you either don't have the driving skill or you don't have the rig right there's you gotta piece it together, figure out what exactly you want, and that takes time. it's not something that you just poof into existence it's, it doesn't just show up usually like. You're right, uh, you you. There's going to be uh, just learning involved across the board, and that's you can't shortcut that. It's a slow process, and it it's uh, there's something soothing about that, I guess. Right? No, it's I agree. Mentally, I can, uh, I... Uh, no, I
2: definitely mean, can agree. It
0: keeps keeps you level mentally, right? It, it's it's a slow burn, consistent burn, and it, it just... yeah, it's. Something about it. I, I can't put my finger on it exactly other than it's it's just uh
4: I I don't have that glorious story to tell about getting into it. I just kinda like fell into it <laughs> a decade before. Well you're from like the backwoods in Connecticut. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you were um... born and got in the Jeep. <laughs> no, but like You know, I just, I kind of got into it because it was cheaper than, my dad was into diesel trucks, and I loved doing the diesel truck stuff. We'd go out to, like, the diesel nationals and stuff like that, and so I wanted to get a Cherokee, and of course, being the high schooler, I wanted to drop a 4BT into it because that was the coolest thing I could ever think of, and, you know, like, I kept doing these things and working on stuff, and... It was cheaper than getting into a diesel. Um, And, of course, like, now that I had a Jeep, I had to go off-roading. We were watching the videos, uh, Richie and myself were watching the videos of, like, that was right when Mad Ram first started becoming a thing. Like, I remember when a Mad Ram video was doing awesome if it had more than 100k views type of a deal. So, you know, but... Over time, it ended up becoming all of that stuff for me. Um, And the people that I met, like, throughout the years have been awesome. And it's just been a really cool hobby that lets me, you know, let my mind roll. Um, Because my mind works like it's on train tracks sometimes. And uh, when you're doing wheeling stuff, you can't do that. So you have to like take a break from the uh, the directed course and figure out your own way, if you will. Um, and mentally, that's been a huge help for me. So it sounds like I mean everybody has everybody has a story why they got into it.
2: Yeah, hundred
1: percent. Why, why it help? Why it helps them mentally, physically, and then the satisfaction of being. Once it's done, and it's never done, but once yeah, you get to the yeah. point you want it, no, I no, you that's definitely, a, you that's definitely get like... a point where you're
0: like, okay, this is i'm I'm pretty okay with this. There's still more oh, yeah, like I definitely like,
5: yeah,
3: therapy is the...
0: definitely a thing. that's not a
3: joke, Mhm, yeah. yeah, I know where we started the podcast as well as like hearing everybody's individual story and hearing the little things that they learned along the way. It's to me that's super entertaining. I absolutely love it. Um, it really is. It really is. Um, and then, yeah, it really is.
1: Truly, really like, like what you just said, how everybody gets into it, and you get to a point like it's uh, I'm to the point where either I gotta I gotta stop for a little bit building it, or my wife's gonna fucking make me live in the garage. So
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to stop for just a little bit. Sounds like a, a good friend of ours as well, um, Mark. Mark Nibs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, honey, I
4: just bought sticky traps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After he he posted it for sale.
4: <laughs> oh, oh my god!
0: Post comes down, sticky traps go on.
3: <laughs> he's not selling it. No, he's not. He only the last time
4: to make his wife happy. (laughs) The last time was like at an almost reasonable number, but when he was asking 25 for it or whatever it was, we all knew what that was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh,
0: Honey, I I tried. (laughs) Didn't sell.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I tried to get everything that I had into it back out of it and it's just not going away. It would be a shame if
2: I... You would never say that, Luke. You never say, I'm just trying to get what i have into it back then all of your lies about how much you've been spending all these years come out <laughs> yeah, that's true that's true <laughs>
3: good point. he's got a good point that's a very good point <laughs> so i
4: guess i'm lucky because my off-roading habits pre-existed my relationship um so she's just been around the fact that like i put expensive things on jeeps and break them and that's just what I do for fun for the entire time. So I really don't end up like telling her lies about what I've spent money on. Um, there you go. You got a healthy relationship right there.
0: there so you go. I dropped, I dropped three because... grand on the Jeep and I'm, you know, it's knocking it because tomorrow. you're
2: not married, Luke. That's why.
4: Yeah. So I told her um, what the total cost was for the rebuild that it's going through right now. She's like, that fucking sucks. I'm glad I don't have to pay for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Morgan, the fucking things, done. Oh, yeah. No, that's uh <laughs> holy fuck. But no. <laughs> so, um, I definitely want to get will with you guys. So, shoot me, uh, shoot me a message on Instagram, meet you guys, so I know who's who.
5: Yeah, definitely. I'm the blue yeah.
1: jeep that messaged you. Hi. Okay. <laughs> um no yeah i didn't know who, i was bouncing back and forth and it's been crazy busy these past couple of weeks with getting everything ready for wheeling season work trying to organize all the you know the fun stuff but yeah definitely i want to definitely meet up with you guys sometime and wheel here
4: we'll we will definitely, the majority of the group, Richie unfortunately can't make the September trip because he has family obligations, yeah. if I remember correctly, but we all always show up for that trip. Yeah, uh, some Almost always. The only time I missed it was like when it was. We were middle of the move. Yeah, I was moving. You were still recovering from that, so. Yeah, that was an expensive endeavor. Um, mm. Who would have thought? You missed the Roush trip? Yes, yeah, I, I did. did. It was very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but I weird. made the Harlan trip.
0: Yeah, I guess that's why I, I didn't. I don't really register it because you
4: made that Harlan trip, dude. I made that Harlan trip by a fucking shoestring. Um, so Zach, for reference, right? Um, okay. I got a job offer in Tennessee, and it was one of those things where like it just kind of spiraled out of control. My Jeep wasn't even done, and like I had to go. So Graham ended up finishing it, um, and I made the drive from Tennessee to Boston, back to Tennessee, and then the next weekend I had it at Harlan. Like, holy! Yeah, it was. That, um, that's wild. I made I made really good time. I made Boston to Tennessee in eighteen hours. So And then you had to go then you went back with yeah, the Jeep. Harlan's three hours. Um to get to or to get back, um or sorry, to go back up north, I stopped and crashed at Richie's for the night, so I made it to Richie's place in thirteen hours. Yup Um So when it comes to road tripping, I don't if it's just me, I don't stop. Like if the truck can go, we're going. <laughs> uh, Damn, that's hey. that. Yeah, is, that's awesome.
1: That was that's a hell of a that's a hell of a trip.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, that, was, that was
0: a long night too. It wasn't the jeep wasn't even done. He pulls in. And we're still yes. like, well. We don't have a driveshaft or rear bump stop pads and some other or something else too. I forget.
5: So we're like scrambling about that. to finish this thing.
4: Yeah. So we scrambled to finish it. We got back to Graham's house at one a.m. I slept until like eight o'clock. We. Yeah, I you were gone before I
0: even woke up. Yeah. Just about when I woke up, you were, like, ready to go, like, in the truck. I don't remember.
4: Yeah, I think we had a cup of coffee and I was out the door, and I yes. stole, like, three of your breakfast bars. <laughs> um, oh I made it all God. the way back to Connecticut before having to get fuel, so that was good. Um, That's good, yeah. But it's wild, the stuff that you end up doing as a result. Like, your XJ build, that kind of stupidity, it just keeps on rolling, and oh, yeah. it never ends up stopping. Um, so there's a couple of dudes that you should probably look up by you. Um, one of them's been on here. His name's Anthony. Um, I suppose that it really doesn't matter if I fucking give his last name away, but Anthony Carnes, uh, he's kind of close to you if I remember correctly in Pennsylvania. Um, Okay. And they will... They don't wheel Roush a lot, but they wheel Good Evening Ranch quite a bit. Um, they yep. constantly are messaging me to go there. Some spots <laughs> in Ohio and whatnot. So Anthony, they're pretty good dudes.
1: okay, cool. That's what I'm. That's what we're looking for:
0: people to wheel with. So oh, yeah, I have there's, there's no shortage. You just got to find them, right? They Everyone
4: exist. To say you got to find them. Um, and the Kramers. Uh Once you meet Anthony, you'll meet that whole group. Yeah, and just kind guys, of. They're like, all
0: those guys are all awesome. Um, I think they're coming down to AOP, uh, for the meet and beat. Oh so, fuck, um, they are.
4: Like, yeah, I have to call that motherfucker. Sounds <laughs> uh, <laughs> <that's> like great <laughs> friends. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Night. Nice. <You gotta> <laughs> no, I got to call that motherfucker. I call him a motherfucker out of a term of. Uh, he
0: he called me uh I think last month and said he was coming down. I was like oh sweet so I'll have somebody to camp with. I won't have to just. Can't by myself or find a find a group. I'm sure I'd find a group, but you know. At?
1: You guys said AOP. Yeah, yes, AOP.
0: Yeah. That's uh, so that's... that's South Pittsburgh, Tennessee.
1: South Pittsburgh, Tennessee.
0: Okay. Yeah, and not it to is... be confused with Pittsburgh and
4: Pennsylvania, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which would be much closer.
3: <laughs> no doubt. That <laughs> That'd be trip... lovely.
4: That trip is right. um, first weekend in May. First weekend in May. Yeah, so it's right That's around like the corner. Right around yeah. the corner,
1: yeah. I... Fuck. Um, well, keep me posted on your guys' trips. See where I can end up. Um, that'd be fucking awesome. I just pulled up this AOP AOP page. I wanted to see it.
4: AOP is... So, Windrock gets a lot of fame, right? Um, it's a yeah. cool park, and I'm not trying to talk too much shit on it, but I'm notorious for talking shit on Windrock. The the real draw for me is AOP because AOP, you can hop in there and literally from the first, uh, like, hitting the entrance, if you choose to, you can be on buggy trails um, or you can be wheeling hard stuff. And it's, you're never more than 45 minutes from the truck and trailer. So, like... Windrock you can be 8 hours from the truck and trailer.
1: So you can wheel some pretty good trails pretty close to the truck truck and trailer. Yes, yes. which is yeah. much harder yeah. in mm-hmm. those places where there's tons of land, right? Damn.
0: Like when we were in uh, Kentucky, we broke on the a buddy of ours broke on the top of a mountain. Well, it's like shoot. Well, he's got to go his ball joints fell out. So we need to oh, go get yeah. a ball joint tool. Problems.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so that part was my Jeep wasn't running, and I left with the ball joint tool <laughs> that day. Yeah, it was a giant nightmare.
0: Right. So, God. Being close to the trailer is is nice. I mean, not always uh, possible, but you know, there's some great wheeling. That is far out there, but definitely adds to the complexity. There's, some convenience yeah. to having things close and condense, for sure. And that's, and what, that's what we're used to in, in New England, and Pennsylvania's kind of similar.
4: Red Creek's yeah. a little
0: bit, little bit of an exception, but...
4: Yeah. The yep. other part that's cool is, you can enter that trail system, and you will never be more than 45 minutes from the truck and trailer, but you will not hit everything in a 10-hour day, maybe three days. You could probably wheel that entire yeah. park in three days, but, like, for two days, you're not gonna see Depends everything on the rig, there. Though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm talking about his rig.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, stuff like ours, and, uh, you know, just not full-blown that... buggy status, where yeah. things are a little tougher. Even those hard trails are that are easy in are with harder. 42s or 40s,
4: can uh, they're tough. The wheeling out there is tough. Uh, That'd be fucking cool. The only point that I will warn you is that it is the most weather-dependent place I have ever wheeled. <laughs> like Yes. Uh, so, last year's meet-and-beat, it was... It was bone-dry. It was the driest I have ever seen Tennessee. I've only been here for two years, though, so, like, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But, the next... Or, two weekends later... Uh, For the Memorial Day ride, I went back with Trail Trash. It rained the day before. The obstacles and stuff that I was walking up in, like, first gear, not even paying attention to driving. I was second and third gear rev-bombing to get up stuff on 40-inch Nittos. And, like, everyone else was doing the exact same thing. Um, Exact same trail, like... That we went up when we were—that was like a little warm-up, like putz-up trail that we didn't even really have to try on. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely, fucking rev bombs everywhere. Um, that's where that video of me getting sideways and like flopping out of that uh, ledge that Trail Trash posted came from that second weekend. So there's like this little rock that juts out, right? It's nothing major. You're in, like, a kind of a deep washout, and you're going up it. Well, it was so slick and shitty that I could not crawl up the side of the bank like you have to do to avoid hitting the rock and taking out your quarter panel and all of that. And I kept sliding over until my Jeep is, like, 90 degrees up the side of this embankment, and this embankment's a good... It's taller than I am by a good three feet, so I'm, like, right on the cusp of six. Um, I ended up having to put it into first, absolute rev-bomb it, and, like, flop my jeep intentionally back over and try and do a controlled flop to get around this rock. Holy shit. Yeah. uh, Apparently it worked. It worked, uh, but, like, normally, if it's dry... You just kind of, like, cut your steering wheel a couple of degrees around and, like, cut back over when you start feeling off-camber. <laughs> so, it's crazy. But, AOP's a blast. It should definitely be a bucket list park. Um, it's added, definitely. Harlan's a cool park. But you're out in the boonies, and I don't know if you get very. Uh, I'll give the
0: entrance and exit trail a uh, four out of ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Morgan would give it lower, but <laughs> not very Morgan. good. It's a slick, sloppy mess, like, ugh, oh. ugh. like
4: call it a shoot, if you will. Yeah, it's the a snow- shoot,
0: <laughs> and there's this, uh, there's a couple, couple questionable spots like you know it's tough when when you got some some smaller rigs rolling on it and this is just like the access like you're not even really on a trail yet like you are but it, it was it was wild good park really cool tra- access or cool obstacles
4: once you can find them but get into them <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, that, oh, that first rough. day we were just like do 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 fucking yep. loping around we didn't have any idea. We were like, "Where are the rocks? Where's the rock garden?"
3: <laughs> then we found the first one. We found we were like, there
0: they are. There's some rocks."
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that was then fucking awesome. Brought you to
4: Devil's Den, and
3: you're like, "Whoa, here we go! Something fun to do." <laughs> uh, uh, rail
4: bed, yeah, yeah. Rail, rail, bed. rail beds, rail beds, a trip. Uh, Harlan's another park where the night rides go wild. That was uh, the, interesting. Yeah, the further south you go. The crazier the night rides are, really? Yes, <laughs> um, pretty crazy. It, it's fucking Harlan was probably one of the nuttiest. Like, uh, we went down to Railbed, and I don't know if you know who Overtime is. Yeah, Overtime and his group was down there, and they had been drinking, <laughs> and so they're. Uh, this one guy, I forget his name, but he had a red CJ buggy with a three oh two in it. He flopped his rig three times in the same spot. And then oh, um We'd we'd winch him back over and then he'd try the same line again. And it it We'd here and try the same line again. Oh was, my god. So we get him cleared out of there. Overtime hops up in there and um He's hitting it, and, you know, he's got a nicer rig, so, like, he didn't try and flop it there, so he just kind of, like, admitted defeat uh, back down off of it. We got uh, 99 White XJ was there, so he hops up on there. Did he? He made it, right? I, don't I have
3: no idea. I wasn't there, so. Um, yeah.
4: You're out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> no, he rolled, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, you're right. He did roll. Yeah, he um, rolled, and then he made it on the after we flipped him back over. Okay, yeah, because he was so close, and then he just didn't back off of
0: it right, and then he rolled or something like that. Yeah,
4: something along those lines. Um, and so we talked to our buddy Curtis, uh, who's been on the podcast a million and one times. But he doesn't wheel anymore. He's or, it's he's, it's saddening. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a it's
0: a problem. We're working on it.
4: Um, if you ever get a chance, bully him about it. Um, <laughs> but. So I'm riding with him, and he hits it twice, and he's like, "Maybe I should hit it in double low." And I was like, "Yes, double low, second gear." So he does that, and he rides this thing like a cowboy, right onto its ri- or right onto its side. Um, or did it go all the way over to its lid? No, well, uh, you hit the side.
0: tree, and it was kind of sideways, and the doors fell off because it was on the side. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. Um. And so I threw a door at Colin Bates because, like, I tried to get the door to open before I uh, pulled the harnesses, and Colin got to catch a door. Because um, mm-hmm. it it's was
0: it got, like, the removable doors, so the door opened, yeah. but the door's facing, gravity's now pulling
4: the door yeah. off. <laughs> and then oh, I'm going to turn Not this expected. one over to, uh, this is where I'm going to throw it back to Graham, because he can tell the rest of his night better than oh, I yeah. can. Oh, yeah, well,
0: I, I didn't do anything... St- crazy stupid, but you would have thought I did. Uh, I lost a brake line just sitting there, like just the brake line let go. Um, so I had to crimp that off. No big deal. Um, I had just put a, or I, had, I I, won't say I put one in, I, I threw a gear set in the front because I had blown the good gear set out of it. So I put it in. It was very quick. This is again. We had to get Luke's jeep done, so it was. uh, um, Luke's jeep came first. My jeep came second. I didn't have a lot of time to put my jeep back together and do a gear set. So it was not the care because it was was, the Dana 50. Oh yeah, true. It was the Dana 52. It wasn't really a great axle. I already blew it up. I knew it was on the chopping block, but I threw a gear set in it anyways. Uh, I blew it up. Literally, probably a hundred. 100 feet up the trail as we were leaving. Oh just my. going through this boring little rock garden. This was like the first night. We had done the first day. The first night it blew the front ring and pinion, so I was upset. Uh, either way, now I don't have a front brake line, no front drive, <laughs> because the gear set was blown up. Uh, so we keep going, keep going. We stop at that crappy access trail off where people are sliding down it like literally you have to get enough speed to slide down this thing so you don't kick sideways because somebody rolled they were actually pulling somebody off or back onto their lid or off their lid so they could move out of the way go down do whatever they needed to do um, mm-hmm. there were was a little bit of a traffic jam there as they did that They got all that stuff out of the way. Everybody went. Uh, A couple people... I I forget if Curtis or who was in front of me. or I think Colin was in Uh, front of me. No, he was behind me.
4: Yeah, Colin was behind you. um, And we were behind uh, Curtis. Or I was with Curtis, and we were behind Colin. And so part of the thing that makes this suck so much is if you had working four-wheel drive, you have to kind of, like, get your front uh, driver tire down this, it's a hard left turn with a bit of like a bank to it, but the bank is opposing the direction you have to turn kind of. So uh, you basically, like,
0: Yo. there's, yeah, there's a, le- yeah, you described it well enough, I guess. Um, It's uh, you're going straight, and then to your left is the downhill. But you have to position your nose down, so you're going along this ridge, backing up onto like the the hill behind the trail, so you can point down the ridge, and then you just have to you know point and shoot as you slide down this because it was so wet. Uh, and it, <laughs> I had no front drive and only one front brake, and. I was that sketchy. Yeah, it, it, it didn't work. <laughs> this is what <laughs> happens. Uh, I So I ended up sliding. It kicked me sideways. I didn't roll, but it, it I hit the it, it pushed me in a weird spot, and it blew out one of my rear tires. <laughs> Just I hit a rock and it, it debeated it. I don't think it killed it, but um, and- it wasn't happy. So now I effectively have one wheel. <laughs> that's doing any work because they're one of them. Does uh, not tire. Yeah. <laughs> the, there's no front drive, uh, so uh, there was, was still significant amount of trail to get down. <laughs> and of course, Luke's girlfriend's with me, and uh, she won't on. go on night rides again. And it
4: wasn't. I mean, <laughs> so the uh, the part that he oh. doesn't explain is that they were on the edge of a 200 foot cliff or 150 foot yeah. cliff, uh, and she was on the side that got caught on the tree. It didn't oh, help that either so the that brake. That
0: didn't help. Yeah, and yeah. the 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 um, our our vice grips that were on that brake line, like they were leaking. Because all... we remember we hammered it flat and it didn't quite get yep. it, and then we did some other stuff. Well, it was leaking at it. That's right. There was no vice grips. We hammered it flat. So I was holding the brake, so nothing moved. Not that I don't know how much it was actually helping, but uh I could like feel the pedal like like slightly move down every you know, thirty seconds Every or so. Sad. I was like kind I of you. slowly go down and leak down. I was like, That's not really what I wanna be feeling. <laughs> and so, so it was kind of a mess. But uh yeah, that was and so I the... came out worse than anybody that any of the guys who
4: rolled. So it rolled on I should have yeah. rolled. Oh it my gosh. Good. And the funny part yep. about this is uh, when we were divvying up seats because I was like, do you want to ride with Curtis or do you want to wa- ride with Graham? And she goes, I'm going to ride with Graham. He drives safer.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <Not> <laughs> 20
4: minutes before this happened. Because she just watched oh. Curtis roll his Jeep. So.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that's wild. That's, that's a long one.
4: So we're coming up on uh Close to the two hours that we normally keep these episodes at. Um, You got any questions for us before we start wrapping up? I don't think so. I think
1: this is is awesome. I had a lot of fun, honestly. This was uh, very cool to talk to you guys and meet you guys. All right, uh, likewise. Definitely. Definitely definitely go to meet up and shoot me a message on Instagram so I know each profile you guys. Yeah, me too cool cool all right oh that's awesome thanks guys
3: well absolutely well thank you for coming on man we really appreciate yeah. it yeah and we can thanks. uh give caitlin a big thanks because she was but which is my girlfriend she was the one that actually sent me your your page and was like dude you gotta check this out this is so fucking cool i love this and then that's what i sent to the guys and i'm like so what do you think and luke was like i'm fucking on it i'm messaging him right now and I'm really, yeah. ex- I'm really excited about it
1: well, thank you guys i really 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 appreciate it it was very like i said it was very cool to talk to y'all you, you guys
4: awesome so uh i would say on that note anyone got anything else or should i take it out take it out all right uh let's see this one's gonna be hey, one second have... one second i want to yeah no one had anything so i was gonna use that time but um
5: <laughs>
4: make sure that when you grab the throttle You don't accidentally hit the brakes, and if you're going to do anything to your Jeep, consider putting in a uh, decent set of seats, because those are the best upgrade you can make. That one really wasn't my best
5: outro. (laughs) No, not at all.
4: (laughs) It was better than what I could have randomly
3: came up with, okay, mister?